Sometimes we need to dream, make plans, and take steps forward. My guest, Annette Truckee, shares how to step out of your comfort zone with the freedom to pursue your God-given dreams. Annette Truckee resides in the Pacific Northwest amid the lushness of the Willamette Valley of Oregon. She is a member of the Christian Women in Media Association Presidents Club and has served CWIMA as a local network leader, national associate membership director, and currently serves on the CWIMA marketing team. Annette established Audacious Consulting and Media in 2012. She wrote Audacious Consulting Dream Launching Manual as a tool for people and organization to vet, plan, and execute their dreams. She consults with media professionals, entrepreneurs, and creatives coming alongside at various junctures of their journeys. Welcome to the Gems of Motherhood, Annette. It's so good to have you on the show. Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. Now, for those of you who don't know, Annette and I actually met at a Christian Women in Media Association conference many, many years ago. Just last week, I was talking about another dream episode with Kathleen Hardaway. And Annette was actually the other, one of the other roommates. And Kathleen and Annette are just hilarious. And they both literally gave me ab workout every day just by <laughs> laughing so much that my belly just hurt. And I could not think of better roommates to have. And I think that was probably my best roommates ever in my entire life. Well, besides my husband, of course. But um, <laughs> they were just two just such incredible and just amazing human beings, amazing women of God. And so I I just kind of wanted to invite Annette to come and chat with us because I know that she is going to be an incredible blessing to us. It was an amazing time. We had so much fun. And that's what I love about you. It's like, you're always like a good laugh, but you're also, man, you're on project mode and you know how to get things done. You're, you're, you can do amazing things and stuff, but you're also that easy laugh. I love people <laughs> like you. <laughs> Thank you, Annette. Now, you know, we're into 2022. We're like probably into like, you know, they almost at the end of the first quarter and you know, it's been almost like two years uh, after dealing with the pandemic. Some people may have to put your dreams aside to take care of what matters most, which is family, of course. And as a mom and now a grandmother, have you ever had to lay aside your dreams? Oh, absolutely. And first of all, you know, I think all of us deserve like some kind of gold medal for just making it through the last couple of years, you know, mm -hmm. so all of the moms and parents out there, you know, just, just getting through sometimes is what we can do. And so congratulations for getting through. Yes, I've had to lay away, lay aside the dreams. And I've also had to solidify the dreams along the way too. There's been times I grew up in a, a tourist town on the Oregon coast seaside, and it, we had, you know, I just had a lot of exceptional experiences as far as my first jobs, I just think that I, you know, I came through the, the uh, I worked uh, from my first fast food jobs to uh, super quality bakery to an awesome deli that had so many cheeses and meats. I didn't even know there were such things because we're not like huge deli people on the West Coast, right? Like you mm -hmm. are on the East Coast. And so I just learned so much. And then I went into waitressing in a, a larger restaurant and things like that. So I, I love that whole thing. And, you know, into my adult life, and I think it was probably close to 30 or so, um, my husband and I um, had an opportunity to open up a smaller restaurant in 
catering business. So we did that. And, and then I, so I had two kids in, and then I became pregnant with our third Mm -hmm. and my heart was with my kids. And so I couldn't give my full attention to that other dream, that dream of doing that restaurant business. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to lay it aside. And I remember, and we ended up selling that business at a loss and um, it was really disheartening. It was, it kind of broke me in a way. And I didn't know, you know, how I would come through it. Confidence waned and and things like that. But hindsight is just part of the process of life. And that wasn't my destination or my destiny to be there forever anyway. And um, and then there's other times um, as my, my first husband passed away after 30 years of marriage and I had to pause and uh well, I actually had to start my dream in the midst of all that too. Mm. And um, there's just different times that ha- things happen in our lives and we can lay things down, put them on the back burner. I always think of things on the back burner, like a cooking a, a stock or some kind of base. And we just put it back there and it's it's actually the nutrients are, are increasing and the flavor and it's all working, but it's on the back burner and we're not getting to do it then. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that spot and then they don't they're they don't always trust themselves to move right. forward with that or trust the timing of it all yeah i you know I, I i love what you said so there are two things two questions one follow-up to your question whereby you know you felt like your heart was more with your children rather than the business but did you ever feel torn did you ever feel torn that you have to choose and did you feel bad about it and secondly is that those dreams that are on hold and and then having to step in after such a long time with you know fears and doubts it can be really scary how can we step out of that comfort zone to freely pursue the dreams that God has given Absolutely. Um, there's just times where it is really difficult and we do need to find, uh, I'll start with the latter question, um, that we, we do need to find our support and um, we need to do some things to be inspired when it's time to step back up or out. I think that if we have the right people in our lives, the right network, the right support people, mm-hmm. it really helps to push us out. And so I think finding your group, your people, your tribe, and um, and getting next to them. As far as um, we also need to, you know, increase our, our training and um, not just training, but you know, just just get involved in whatever that is, whatever that we're stepping into, so that we can get our feet warm and get prepared. Also. Yeah, totally. One thing, right? There is dreams that we have, and there are also God-given dreams. How can you recognize if that's a God-given dream, a dream that God has given you? And, you know, it's just a matter of living within the will of the Lord, right? Absolutely. Because we don't want it. If not, it's not going to, it's not going to be the same. And so we do want to look at it and we want to have, and we want to pray about it. We want to talk to other people that have wisdom and that we can entrust with these precious dreams and, and that they will be honest with us and help us to discern timing and all those kind of things. I just, I just read something recently and this, this gal had pretty much invested everything she had in a bakery business in another area. And then she, so she bought the bakery, sounded awesome. 
But when she got there, she ended up not having anyone to mentor her. And she wasn't mm. a baker. She stuck all of her money in that. And there she was. And that that wasn't wisdom. She wasn't prepared. And so she, you know, the cost was high on that one. I'm sure it'll work out because God can use our mistakes. But on the other hand, this last weekend, I was in my hometown and there's been a candy um, store there since 1897. And um, they make all their own candies there. Mm -hmm. And they're just, you know, they're, they're a destination when you get to town. It's like, that's a place you go to. And, um, they have new owners that have had the place for five years. The previous owner, um, this is the first time it's been out of their family. The previous owner has been making candy with them and for them for the last five years. They are still training so that they can do the job they need to do to carry on that, you know, the legacy of right. that, that candy shop. You know, it's like there's there's times for um, that we really need to just, you know, calm our little selves down because like for me, I'm just like a visionary and I get one idea after another all the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> That's oh, me man. too. Yeah. And, and it's, isn't it so fun? I mean, it I is love fun. that. It is fun. You know, I come up with all these ideas and then I yes. show my husband and he's like, no, babe. <laughs> I like, know you come up with all these ideas and I'm like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> I know it's like they just don't stop and for you know for people like us it's it's uh, it can be frustrating sometimes but it's also just fun because God's given us creativity and ideas and and we can we can implement a lot of these too but they're not all for right now I guess right <laughs> or maybe ever I don't know <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is. It is fun. It was just like yesterday, my daughter and I, we, she was actually, she has to make like 18 Valentine's card for her friends at school. Not that she had to, it's just that yeah. she made a gift. And then I said, well, you need to make a card too. And so, you know, it was a lot for a, a four-year-old <laughs> and she had one idea after the other. And I was just amazed at her creative skills. And then I gave her the scissors and then she started going crazy with the scissors and I'm thinking oh my goodness what did I just do why did I give her the scissors I'm like you know Shiloh if you keep cutting this it's not going to become a car he's like no mommy but this is my design I'm Ooh. doing it for my friends so I'm like thinking I was like oh gosh that just <laughs> broke my heart right and I'm like okay okay but partly God was trying to teach me a lesson too. He was trying to mm -hmm. teach me not to be so controlling and not to be a perfectionist. She's a kid. Let her create. Right. And then she always goes, all of a sudden she'll go, mommy, I have an idea. And she always goes, mommy, <laughs> I have an idea. I love it. And I was like, really, what is your idea? And she was like, I think we should write a Bible verse. I was like, that's great. You wow. Go ahead and write it. And she doesn't really know how to read yet. <laughs> so she writes it in her own way. Way, whatever yes. way she understands. I don't think the person understands it. Neither do I, because she sometimes will just <laughs> read to me whatever she wrote in her language. Right. And, and it's beautiful. But like, I love the fact that she has her vision too. And she goes, mommy, I have an idea. <laughs> That's great. That's great. It sounds like a good title too, you know, <laughs> the plague of the creative. <laughs> right. Now, do you think there's a timeline to pursuing our dreams? 
absolutely. Um, but we don't always know what that is ahead of time, right? And that's the, right, that's because the as visionaries, we come up with ideas all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think, though, that what people really need to realize is that we have everything counts. Everything we do counts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's seasons of time. We're not in it, but when you get a few years on you, like I've got, I can look back and I can honestly look back. And this is something I do when I consult with people. I take them all the way back and we discuss what we do, what we love to do, what sparked in our childhood, those kind of things, right? And then we look at what experiences we had, what education we had, mm-hmm. and all these kind of, you know, first job, second jobs, 14th job, whatever it is, mm-hmm. how they all play into this, but we don't realize it necessarily at the time. Mm-hmm. So there's that thing of godliness with contentment and mm. embracing what we're doing. And especially as rearing children, it's like, that is a huge job. It's like the best job ever, but it is really, it's time intensive when they're little. And so for those people that are super creative or ambitious type A's and stuff, we have to have things to do, right? So how to work that into our life, just like you're doing right now, you, you, you've got, you know, at four years old, you can kind of start doing some things and can, that you may have had a harder time doing, you know, at, at one, one year old or whatever. Right. And so um, there's, there's seasons. And if you trust God and, you know, for me, like I went um, to college in my forties. And so mm. I had been to beauty college, you know, and in my early years and I had other jobs and did uh, a lot of different ventures and volunteer things. And, but when I, I went back to college or I went to college and worked my way through my forties while parenting and volunteering and and I got my master's degree and that master's degree was yummy. And it just felt like it was like everything, a culmination of everything that I loved and came together. So I had this new education where I, I had to fine tune writing and thinking and all those kind of things. And I felt like it really prepared me in a lot of ways. And then the confidence of knowing that you can work through things while you're working through life. Um, that was great. I had uh, a supportive husband. And so that made it easier because not everything was on me. I usually, I split, um, I didn't overdo my credit load. So it took me a few years to do it. And then I just looked back on all those things that I've done and all those things that I love and that I was exposed to through the years. And they just really started coming together. And then I'm always refining that. And then as I I remarried and my husband had investment properties. And so we started working on those and recreating those and doing Airbnbs and things like that. And so I kind of got off my own little path. But actually, those were connected to my past, too, because um, my husband and I had a general contracting business and and we did other kind of management for the people and stuff and everything just kind of it starts coming together. And so I think trusting God and then trusting the process. Amen. So, yeah, that's really great, because when we look at the pattern of the past, right, God always reminds us back to where your dreams or where your roles are supposed to be. I mean, not so much roles. He kind of reminds you the gift things that he's given you, right? Your strengths and what you can use for it. And it sort of has to do with things that he's already prepared or made the pathway for, for you. Don't you think that something like that? 
Absolutely. I think it's it's about what we have in our hands and we have a collection of things in our hands. And when we see it, we can see God's touch on, on so many different things. It's who he made us. And if we trust in who he made us to be and all these things and we trust that he's got our pathway and stuff, we're going to see it. And also we're going to eliminate some other things when we trust that when we trust God and we trust the process, we're going to eliminate the things that we're not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, if we can not compare ourselves to others, if we drop the comparative self, mm-hmm. you know, there's like, I grew up in a, um, in a large family and there's five girls and my mom is an excellent seamstress. All my sisters can sew and stuff. And I remember my mom didn't really want to teach me for some reason. Probably because she understood as <laughs> <laughs> a little too creative, but, um, she put me in sewing classes and so I'd be going, you know, and it really didn't stress me a lot. And then I remember once, so I was inspired and, and she had a sewing machine for me. I remember staying up like almost all night sewing the skirt. I think it was denim and I used, and I made hearts and I made hearts that were made out of like paisley material. Mm-hmm. And I put them all over the skirt. And in the morning I looked at that thing and it was like so ridiculous, you know, mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. it, and plus I'm, I just didn't have that um that desire to be that precision seamstress that right, everyone right. else in my family did you know right and I'm because like, you're a creative person <laughs> <laughs> so I eliminated I things say. along the way <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a crafter I am not a, a seamstress I right. would love to be a quilter because those man the things that I see my friends make and stuff I'm just not that that's okay and there's yeah. a lot of other things I'm not either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was a great vocalist, I'd be so obnoxious. You know, I mean, th- there's just so many things, but it's okay. We're just who we are and right. who God made us to be. And that's going to come into who, uh, to what he's given us for a dream, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's a really great point. How can you encourage moms who may feel like they have lost their dreams or that they're too old to pursue it? Uh, well, if it's a God dream, they they haven't lost it. Mm-hmm. It it they they may need to find it. It mm-hmm. may be like it's in the busyness and the messiness of life, and they might need to look for it. And how, bring how it do you suggest they look for it? Well, I I think they need to assess what would they. Some people don't even ask themselves, and I didn't a lot, especially parenting. It's like all I'm doing is parenting. I'm taking care of other people, mm-hmm. you know. And then I like to take care of people. Period. So people outside and. Did I even allow myself a dream before? Not too much, you know, here and there, there were seasons of time, but um, I think you just have to look for it. I think you need to do some assessment. You want to might want to work with somebody else to do it. Um, you can use my book once you get one and you can vet the dream and you can do that again and again if mm. you need to until you can take that down to the place of, okay, this, this really is my heart. This is my desire. And where are you at with this? you know god and then you'll then you're going to begin to see and then it's trusting again that timing but what can you be doing to prepare if the person that bought that bakery was preparing ahead of time Mm -hmm. it would have been a different story 
So how could you prepare? Well, you know, now we've got everything online and we've got all sorts of people to um, model after or, you know, you can pay and you can have every kind of coach and mentor and, and stuff too. And, you know, sometimes we get carried away with that part too. But, you know, there's ways to learn and to develop ourselves while we're in the wait and enjoying the moment. I, I so wish that we could more appreciate where we're at in the day instead of always looking for the next rung in the ladder to to keep on climbing or ascending god's gonna put it there for you at the right time so and and the thing on age oh my goodness there's so much research and there's so many stories on people that started things later in life and did amazing things Mm. i mean they're all over and i i like to pick up on those stories because they encourage me you know they made me do things that just by hearing the stories that I wouldn't have otherwise done. Statistics and, and science is now saying people are, are, can, are doing their best work in their 60s and 70s. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and then plus, I mean, plus, there's some people doing amazing things. There's age should not be the thing mm. at all. On, on any different level there's just too many ways to go about things and especially when it's following your dreams there's just ways to do it well why do you think then so many people give up on your dreams and are discouraged with life well if it's a godly dream and it's part of your unique dna and god's plan for your life mm-hmm. they're going to be discouraged because the enemy of our souls mm-hmm. does not want us to be who we are destined and meant and that designed to be that is so true amen yeah. to that yeah yeah. And so that's number one. And then it takes courage. And you know what? I, I, I met with one person and she was very capable, professional, thinking about going to the next level and ownership in, in this particular professional business. And we met together and we quickly saw all of her rich um, history and education and training that would absolutely put her into the place she needed to be. Then we looked back to see Okay, where's your hiccup? What's the what's the thing that's holding you back from feeling like you can take um, and move forward? Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was, it was her mom didn't quite believe in her, or she mm-hmm. felt like she didn't. Um, her words of affirmation weren't there, or whatever it was. Once she realized that was it, and she looked around and she saw how many people she did have supportive of her, it just it just broke that from her, and so it didn't hold her back anymore because she knew what it was, and she's. Still, you know, absolutely love your mom and uh, respect your mom, but know that whatever's in her that uh, doesn't have that quite confidence, you know, or that didn't give that permission does not need to hold her back. And I think we can have people in our life that's like, you just want their permission. And and we need to have permissions and we need to have encouragements. But there's those people that hold us back and like to keep us where we've been. Mm. And so I think we need to look at all these different kinds of things. What it is. And then don't be angry with them. Just realize that for some reason they can't necessarily see you in that new role. Nor maybe they don't want to. Or maybe it threatens them or something like that. Yeah, that's so true. Now, can you provide some practical approach for moms to begin living out their dreams? Well, 
Well, I, I would say, um, you know, do the assessment. What's in your hand? How are you prepared? Make sure you're not forgetting things. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say look and see um, what is not in your hand that you need and start working towards those things, whatever that training opportunity, financial finances. Um, I was just listening to somebody I follow yesterday. It's like sometimes we have to we have to do some things that are going to put the money aside for us to move into the next thing. So, you know, just preparing those kind of things that you can do and then get around some people that um, are like and in, in, uh, if, if it's visionary or if it's the profession, the business, the ministry, the authors, the um, creatives, get around those people as, as much as, you know, your time allows and stuff and, and start moving into it. We, we rub off on each other. I, totally see that happening again and again so find your tribe great find your tribe i love that yeah i think mm -hmm. it's so important to get um i guess a community right it's just like yes. you have a mom tribe it's also very important to find a dream tribe to dream together yes. to kind of hold your hand and be accountable uh for what you need to do and sometimes as difficult as it is to make the first step having that tribe to kind of like guide you you know or just check in day to day uh, really does help. Yes, yes. And I think sometimes also that when we try to step into a tribe, you got to find the right one for sure. Right. But then we might feel lesser than if we're in a group and, we're, you know, you're, you're a beginning artist, a genre, and you're around other people, they're going to inspire you. But if you let yourself do comparison stuff, then it's going to stumble you. So it's like get in the mix of people that are more talented, more skilled, more ready, that are involved and don't let it intimidate you. Instead, just, you know, take it in, learn from them and encourage them because even though they might be um, ahead in the game and um, they still need encouragement too, right? Yep. That is true. Now we're almost at the end of the show, but is there anything else that you like to share with other gems of mothers out there? Mm -hmm. um, I think appreciate the day that you're in, appreciate whatever, you know, if you're working and parenting or if you're a stay-at-home parent or you're a grandparent parenting or whatever, appreciate what you're doing and keep your eye on the dream. Just even if it has to be on the back burner for right now, know that the work is being done, that it, you are you are stepping forward. It's just, you know, there's parts of things but like when you're hiking and you going up a hill there's it, it can be slow some of the time you know but you're going to get there you're going to get to the place where god has for you and it takes work and it and it takes patience and it takes a lot of trust in god and so just hang in there and keep going Amen. Well, Annette, I just thank you so much for coming on the show today before i end the show i'm just going to close this out in prayer Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much, Lord, uh, just for Annette, Lord God, and sharing her gems of wisdom with us, Lord God. Uh, Lord, we thank you, God, that you give us your dreams, Lord God, God-given dreams. I pray that today, any of the mothers who are listening out there, that you would manifest your dreams to them, Lord God, that you would give them a revelation, Lord God, that you would give them mm -hmm. courage and boldness, Lord God, to pursue their dreams, Lord God, and not be held back by fear, intimidation, doubt, 
the lines mm-hmm. of the enemy, Lord God, but they they would go forth, Lord, charging, Lord, with boldness, Lord God, knowing that you've called them for such a time as this, Lord God, for this very season to pursue their dreams, Lord. We thank you, we praise you, and let every gift thing be glorifying unto you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Annette, thank you so much for just being such a gem and um, blessing the Gems of Motherhood podcast listeners out there. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. As always, I so appreciate you, Sharon. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gems of Motherhood podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more amazing Gems of Mothers and more resources, head over to gemsofmotherhood.com where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you'll find show notes with actionable tips and any links mentioned by our guest. Most importantly, I hope you'll find inspiration and learn to cultivate your own journey. You are loved. You're an incredible gem to God. He knows you intimately. He knows what you're going through and he knows what you need. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in him. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.